0: Listener Production
1: Your Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling
0: morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Wednesday the 14th of July. The Federal Treasurer says the New South Wales lockdown is costing the national economy up to $700 million every week as the New South Wales and Federal Governments announced a disaster payment for the affected workers and businesses. The New South Wales Premier is set to make an announcement today on whether the COVID lockdown for the Greater Sydney region will be extended with speculation the stay at home orders could last at least Another month. The financial package will see payments increased, while businesses who can demonstrate a 30% decline in turnover will also be eligible for support. But the Victorian Government has slammed the new package for New South Wales as double standards, considering the lack of federal government support during their recent lockdowns. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg has told the 7.30 report the impact of the Sydney lockdown will be significant.
2: Obviously, you get border closures, you get supply chains disruptions, you get investment decisions that are delayed. And when you get a a state or parts of a state that are in lockdown, you get workers who who can't turn up at the office.
0: New South Wales has recorded its second death of the COVID outbreak. A man from Sydney's eastern suburbs, aged in his 70s, passed away on Monday. Yesterday, there were 89 new COVID cases recorded in New South Wales, including an infected painter who travelled from Sydney to Goulburn in the southern Tablelands for work. Also making news this morning, more changes to who is eligible for the AstraZeneca jab as authorities try and get as many people vaccinated as soon as possible during the Sydney outbreak. The Australian Technical Advisory Group on Immunisation is recommending the vaccine can now be given to those under 60 in declared COVID hotspots during an outbreak where the supply of Pfizer is limited. While people can have the second shot four to eight weeks later instead of the original recommended. 12. Australian Medical Association Vice President and member of the Itangi Group, Dr. Chris Moy, has told the ABC shortening the timeframe for the AstraZeneca vaccine ensures more people can get the jab. Ideally, 12 weeks, you'd get the absolute maximum long term effect, but shortening it is going to have a slight reduction effect, but it will still strongly affect you and protect you from serious disease. And the priority at this stage would be to get as many people fully vaccinated as possible. Meantime, parents are being urged not to be too hard on themselves as students across the greater Sydney region enter their first week of remote learning. The New South Wales Premier is expected to make an announcement in the next few days on how long online classes will last. Professor of Educational Psychology, Andrea Rupert, says it's important parents are flexible. But it's often a lot of demands um, from work as well and kids not coping and having to cope with their kids' anxieties or their, their problems around school or whatever and overseas the UK is pushing ahead with its so-called freedom day despite case numbers of COVID continuing to soar with more than 30,000 new daily infections in recent weeks all remaining lockdown restrictions in England will be lifted on the 19th of July Let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. And we start in New South Wales this morning and essential workers from one of Sydney's COVID hotspots are allowed to continue working as normal today with the state government allowing a grace period before new testing rules kick in. From this weekend, workers from Fairfield who work outside their local area will need to get a COVID test every three days in response to a concerning spike in cases. Our reporter Siobhan Caulfield has more from Sydney. Well, Tash, under the original health order, the testing rules were going to come into effect from today, but there has been some pushback from business groups. They've argued some workers won't have enough time to get tested so quickly with such little notice, forcing them to stay at home. The state government is now allowing workers from the Fairfield area to start their new testing regime from Saturday. And to WA, where they've stepped up border restrictions, making it more difficult for residents to get back home from New South Wales. Our reporter Adam Hemmings has more from Perth. Harsh,
2: it's expected to impact thousands of travellers. Fortress WA is now harder to get into from New South Wales, with authorities saying there is no guarantee of a right of entry, and that's based on health advice. The state government says West Aussies wanting to come home from that state need to demonstrate extenuating circumstances. However, compassionate grounds will be considered. Police Commissioner Chris Dawson says a similar rule also applied at the height of Victoria's lockdown last year. My job here is to ensure that we protect all people living here as well. So we do have some pretty tight restrictions.
0: Now for the latest in business and finance news this morning, we're joined by Scott Phillips from the Motley Fool and Scott, good morning. Of course, we mentioned earlier a $5 billion lifeline for businesses and workers struggling during the Sydney lockdown, but will it go far enough?
1: Tash, good morning. Look, I don't know if it goes far enough. It certainly may not be enough depending on how long the lockdown lasts. The good news is it's going to be relatively quick and it's going to cover those businesses that are keeping staff on. So it gives businesses some much needed cash flow and hopefully, desperately, hopefully it keeps workers in a job while we run out the lockdown. Whether it's enough, I guess that'll depend on how long this lockdown lasts.
0: And on that point, Scott, there's growing speculation that uh, the New South Wales Premier needs to enforce a harder lockdown, not just for health reasons, but also to stop business confidence taking major hits and so we can get back on track quicker.
1: Yeah, uh, look, I think that's exactly right. You make a really good point. So here's the thing. If you're not going to lock down at all, you can dilly dally and kind of drag it out and drag it out. If you know you're going to lock down one way or the other, The pure maths of it says a short, sharp, hard lockdown and then back to normal beats a long, drawn-out, death-by-1,000-cuts a lockdown. And this is the real concern. Some economists are now modelling 12 weeks of lockdown. I don't know it'll get that bad. We desperately hope it won't be. Now, we can't go back in time, but I do wonder whether a five- or seven-day lockdown at the beginning of this one might have actually been enough or close to enough. Now we're battling with, you know, almost triple-digit cases every single day. Last time we got to that level, it took three months for a consecutive zero to community transmission day, you know, two in a row. So this is the real challenge for the economy is how long can businesses last? I would like to see just purely economically, but also for health reasons, a sharper, harder lockdown to really be that circuit breaker that we need.
0: And we all need some good news at the moment, Scott. Customers may end up being the big winners with a bit of a, a dispute between PayPal or a bit of competition and Afterpay.
1: Yeah, this this could be a big one. The old late fees. You know, they they don't charge all that much after pay, Zip, and the others, if you don't, it's got 10 bucks. I think it's capped out for for after pay. But it's still one of those bugbears and one of those, you know, uh, you're always waiting for the the hammer to drop. PayPal has released their new product in Australia today, which basically says no late fees ever. They're pretty much taking that away. They're going to charge the retailers only what they currently charge for PayPal transactions, which in most cases is cheaper than after pay as well. Remains to be seen whether building a better mousetrap is enough. Consumers still have to want it and adopt it. enough pay has got that cool factor, but PayPal definitely taking the fight to the incumbent.
0: We all need some good news. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Thanks, Tash. <laughs> for Sportner with Brett Thomas and Brett Queensland is out to save face and potentially jobs when Origin 3 kicks off tonight in Queensland.
2: Yes, good morning Tash. It has been a series to forget for the Maroons and for their first year coach in Paul Green. A lot of talk that it'll be one and done, that this will be the only series that he coaches them for. Even Daly Cherry Evans has come under fire for his captaincy uh, as New South Wales already have the shield. He says avoiding a series sweep will help relieve some of that pressure.
1: Look, if we can get a win tomorrow night, it's going to help Greenie retain his job and also players like myself.
2: Now New South Wales of course have a new halves pairing. Mitchell Moses will debut alongside Jack Whiten. More than 500 players, coaches and officials have started packing their bags. They will relocate to Queensland today. We've got 12 NRL teams calling the Sunshine State home and bracing to be here for the rest of the season. Eel star Dylan Brown says it's a bigger challenge for some more than others.
1: There's some older boys you know who have a bit more responsibility, kids so for them to come up with us is you know massive so for me it's, it's tiny, you know, I'm going
2: to miss my mum in my bed. And, of course, Tash, all will need to be on their best behaviour.
0: Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, the AFL now has released a fixture for the next two rounds and the magpies are back in prime time.
2: Yes, this is the fixture for rounds 19 and 20. Collingwood are back on a Friday night against the Power at the Adelaide Oval, so no Thursday night games in the next two rounds. Now, this match will be played about half an hour earlier, so it doesn't clash with the Tokyo Olympic ceremony. Sydney is back in Geelong to host the Dockers, also in round 19. The Swans have a good recent record at the Cattery, so they won't mind playing there. Then in round 20, uh, the Swans face uh, the Bombers on a Friday night, so they get some prime time action as well. Uh, On Friday night, we've got the Lions and the Tigers both coming off disappointing losses. Joe Danaher, the Brisbane star, has been in the spotlight for staging two out of three weeks now. He's copped the fine one week and then seemed to do something similar against the Saints. They'll need Big Joe to keep his feet against the Tigers. Eric Hipwood is out for the season with a knee injury.
0: And the Wallabies-Brett test series with France is still alive after that nail-biting test in Melbourne last night.
2: Yeah, look, uh, The French probably thought they should have won uh, The first game of the series Which would mean the series has wrapped So they got a bit of justice last night Now they were leading at one point Then uh, the Wallabies stormed back And looked like they were going to snatch victory again At the death That was until a last minute penalty France claiming a 28-26 to 26 win That's their first win on Aussie soil since 1990 Jamine Smashes it through On Stan Sport, there. Game three Saturday in Brisbane. Some mixed results for our national sides. The Boomers, stunning Team USA yesterday in an Olympic warm up. The T20 side went down to the West Indies by six wickets. And just in some other news this morning, Roger Federer has pulled out of Tokyo. Uh, He's re aggravated that knee injury uh, during his Wimbledon campaign, so he will not be there, unfortunately.
0: Thanks so much, Brett. The 2021 Emmy nominations are out with one Australian set to fly the flag. Yvonne Strahovski is up for Best Supporting Actress for her role as Serena in The Handmaid's Tale, while it was The Crown and The Mandalorian on Disney Plus that led the nominations with 24 each. The Emmys will take place in LA in September. And that's all you need to know to start your day with your morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You could also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.
2: Listener.